Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one, except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. As we welcome fall, hopefully you'll welcome us into your podcast app of choice. It's Guys of a Certain Age, Robbie Koblenz in studio alongside... Art Shirley. And Jay Reed. And Jay Reed and Art Shirley. We're back together. Happy almost. Well, technically it's fall, right? Yes. Even though it didn't and, feel and like fall. It's felt like summer yeah. really badly the past few days. Humidity's been back up, but... It's supposed, a little rain. It's supposed to get rain. cold this weekend, yeah, baby. it's going to be nice. Right. It's going to be something. And we'll, we'll be complaining about the cold in about six or seven weeks. I never complain about the cold. Do you no. never complain about the cold? I love the cold. No, Jay, I like the cold. Do you like... Well, I know why you like the cold, Jay, because it brings you more business as a pharmacist. Well, occasionally. <laughs> occasionally. <laughs> cold all, and flu season. All the time. It's also Jay season. But also can make people cranky, so, you know, uh, there's, yeah. a, there's a trade-off. But you'll have more money with the crankiness, right? Oh, pretty much. It all pays the same, doesn't hey, it? I'm salaried, so, you know, <laughs> yeah. it just keeps me in the job. Yeah, yeah. Job, security. job security. Yeah, you know? yeah. that's the way it goes. So. All right, well, let's jump into some geekage of the weekage. Um, <laughs> what? Geekage of the weekage. You're just He said jealous. that before. I know. Yeah. And but he forgot because I, he, he's uh-oh. a guy of a certain age. My eyes roll over just in this dim uh-huh. lighting. You don't always see it. What? <laughs> now there's enough light on your face. I mean, we can see your face in four. I mean, has I, a spotlight on him constantly. <laughs> I have one of those ring lights, you know, for I mean, selfies. Well, if this will make you feel it better, there we work. go. Oh, it's, there oh it you must work. have charged it. I haven't there charged it. There we go. There you there go. We go. Hey, we're now we're now uplighting Jay. Yeah, is what right. we're doing. I need some shades. Future <laughs> <laughs> so, so bright. bright. I was going to say the Jay's so bright. Uh, I've got to wear shades. You want to turn it off now? Not really. Okay, are you, you sure? Use it to take notes. Yeah, I got wow. my notes ready. His copious note taking. Right. So, all right, can we do geeks of the week now, Jay? Is it okay? Go forth. Okay, go forth. Well, all right. Who wants to go? I'll forth. go first. First, <laughs> <laughs> he'll go Colin Firth. I'll go first. Um, I hope I don't stutter like you. You, in the you forgot. Speech. Yeah, uh, Patrick Stewart, another British actor, uh, has just engage engage engage. Has just uh, released his Wait, me- memoir. Another Brit, another British actor. At, oh, Colin Firth, I guess. Okay. Yes, as yeah. opposed to me. Yes, yeah, that <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, Although you you do a great Lawrence Olivier, yeah, as I recall. Uh, well, you recall poorly <laughs> because <laughs> it is not that great. Uh, but thank you. Uh, he has just published his memoirs. October third, they came out. It's called "Making It So: A Memoir" by Sir Patrick Stewart. And of course, he's got his memories of Star Trek and of uh, X Men and. You know, stage work that he's done. I probably worked with Lawrence Olivia, maybe nah, probably not. I don't know. Olivia. Sir Ian McKellen, for sure. As a child. Ian McKellen tried to talk him out of doing Star Trek. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we've heard, I've heard the story before that, you know, for the first months or so, he had his bags. He didn't unpack his bags because he didn't think the series was going to make it. But uh, it's not until they got the collars on the Yeah, up. that's right. That's why hey, this is going to work now that we're not wearing yeah. this, what looks like a t shirt. But, um, I don't know if y'all seen this story. He said there was one actor that he worked with in one of the movies that he did not think was going to make it. And it was Tom Hardy who yeah, played the Romulan clone of, of, uh, of, of, of himself, John Luke Picard, not, not Patrick Stewart. But uh, he said he just was like, uh, you know, very introverted. He would not come out, would not engage with the cast. If ever they were not shooting a scene, he would just go to his 
dressing room and he just said, boy, he just did not fit in with the whole <laughs> thing at all. And he was sitting there talking to uh, Jonathan Frakes and Brent Spri- Spiner uh, at the end of the shoot. And he leaves and just, you know, doesn't even say goodbye to anybody. And he goes, I'm afraid, I'm afraid that's the last time we'll see that young man. <laughs> Tom Hardy, it's 2002. Of course, Tom Hardy has gone on to be a pretty respected and well-known actor. And, and Patrick Stewart ends it with saying he's so happy that he was wrong about that. But anyway, I thought that was pretty funny that that's when, oh, this guy's never going to work again. <laughs> Surprising after Nemesis, which is the movie that they were in, the last of the uh, uh, Next Generation cast movies. Surprising any of them worked again after, <laughs> yeah, after that movie. But, um, that was a pretty rough one. It was, yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was not as good one. But uh, Patrick Stewart's a favorite of all of ours, I believe. And, uh, you know, so I'm looking forward. I'm going to have to get that book. That, that looks that looks to be mm-hmm. a lot of fun, and the tour yeah. he's doing looks to be a lot of fun too. So, yeah. Um, uh, one other one I'll mention real quick: the Geek of the Week. Okay. Today is October October sixth. <laughs> October. October. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should stop now while I'm behind. <laughs> October sixth. It was a year ago today that we did our live broadcast from Dave's. Dark Horse Tavern. Uh, to celebrate our 200th and uh, 200th episode. Yeah. And I believe this would be 252 in the, the J counting yes. uh, uh-huh. regimen. So. Probably, yep. The year yeah. of the ox, October. <laughs> Did you just call him an ox? No, I didn't say Jay was an ox. No. Uh, he's an oxymoron. Oh. Ooh, he's a walking oxymoron. I, I can't live with that. Yeah. yeah. Better than, you know, oxyclean, walking oxyclean. Oh, I'm getting close to the what the no, Mr. Clean is Mr. what I'm getting real close to. <laughs> he's talking about his head and the haircut he's wearing, and we're just going to leave it. At the, of course, anytime Mrs. Reed's around, he's super Mr. Clean. I try. You That's really right. try. If she only, if she only knew if you after hours, knew, right. if we ever, if we ever did the uncut version of this. Oh man, which we do <laughs> every week, every yeah. day. That's right, that's right. Um, by the way, talking about Patrick Stewart, so apparently uh, Logan uh, Logan Lower Decks has addressed why there is carpet on the Enterprise D and nowhere else in Star Trek. It was because it's for it makes it very comfortable for Betazoids to pass out. And so you had a Betazoid counselor in, in uh, Deanna Troy, Deanna Troy. Uh-huh. And so there was carpet so that, you know, uh, it'd be easier for it to pass out. Have you, have you watched lower decks? I've watched an episode of it. Yeah. I thought it was funny. I just hadn't watched it again. I need to go back and watch it. Some yeah, more. It wasn't I that thought part. I had, I thought I had canceled Paramount plus and realized I have not. So I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm still paying for this. I need to go back. So as long as I've got it for another month, I might go back and watch it another those. month. Yeah. And another month. Yeah. That's what seems to happen. And, Streaming services are going up. They are going Thanks up. Thanks to this writer's strike being over. No, I'm sure that's not what it is. I'm sure it's a little bit of everything. Yeah. 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 Now they got to do the deal with the uh, actors. Actors, right. So, but anyway. All right. Geek of the week from the J. Geek. Okay. The J-age. <laughs> <laughs> Just making up words as we go. I thought that's what well, was for that, me. Well, that is what I... I thought that was I my usually purview. allow you to, to oh. make up the words or to make up the pronunciations one of the he, other. He allows. He allows. He allows that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll allow it. So this is another shout out to our cadre of British listeners. You know how I was talking about the the the, the restaurant in, in London that is all the Gotham Batman, City. Batman yeah. theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this is, uh, this is actually very short term. So this, let's see, today is the sixth. This should be out in time. For you King to go Charles for this. Reign. New, what? <laughs> Short term, King Charles's reign. Oh, right. 
Now, in uh, if you live in Scotland or nearby, and I guess you could fly there. Uh, you're just on your own if you do. There is a replica of <laughs> yeah, Shrek. Because otherwise, we're funding this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm kind of riffing off of the description of this Airbnb option here. Um, it's Shrek's Swamp. It says hosted by oh, donkey. Yes, yes. Um, it's in the Scottish Highlands. It's a. I mean, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but basically, it's a. It's a pretty much a replica. If you look at the pictures, yes. it's a darn good replica of the Shrek's house. Yes, and um, on October 13th, if I don't know if this will air before then or not, but um, booking opens October 6th, 13th at 6 p.m. BST, which I assume is British Standard Time. Uh, for a one two night stay for up to three guests on October 27th through the 29th. So there's no, they say it's not a contest, but pretty much one group gets to go. Okay. So, you know, whoever has the, whoever jumps in first. I don't think it costs anything, but it, they're, um, the, okay. Use your big words. Airbnb will make a one time donation to Hopscotch Children's Charity. Okay. Um, because I don't want to give anything to any old children. Okay. Um, <laughs> Art and I are not associated adults. with uh, <laughs> the Ravi of this program. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks like real. I mean, it's got the outhouse, and it's, I mean, it's supposedly yeah. it's got a shower, which you don't see in the pictures, but um, it's got the outhouse. It's got the earwax candles. It's uh-huh. got all kinds of ogre things in yeah. there, the, all the things that are from the from the movie. So, I mean, it's, it would be fun. Uh, it looks really great. And I was looking, it says there's another, I think this is long past, but apparently you could also do something similar through Airbnb to um, stay in the Malibu Barbie dream house or something like that. So this is not the first time they have done a replica. I don't know who's done it. And, it, you know, after this weekend in October, if you can rent it. Yeah, or, you're bound or, to be able to. I mean, it yeah. doesn't look like a temporary thing. Yeah, I don't know why they would do that. Um because people would stay there. I mean, mm-hmm. that would be fun. So, I mean, even if I, if I was going to be in Scotland for a trip, I think it'd be fun to stay a couple of nights in Shrek's house just for the heck of it. But anyway, so go eat at the Batman restaurant in London. Scoot on up to Scotland and stay at Shrek's Scotland. house. Why are we giving free PR for the British Travel Bureau or something like that? Because are you getting paid? I know people in Britain. Are you getting I'm, paid I'm on the side? I think he's getting paid on the side. Hey, we both are. <laughs> I'm, All doing, right, I'm, well, doing, I'm doing Lawrence Olivier. Well, that'll do it for the guys of a certain age. It's going to be... Gu- no, joking. Whoops. How'd I get you back on? Are you... Art, yeah. are you there? Get, yeah. Get, get, there you go. Get. <laughs> yeah. That was so, pretty good, actually. So could, jump on. And if you get... <laughs> actually, if you listen to this program and win... Or not win, because it's not a contest, but if you listen to this program and you are the lucky person or people over five years old who get to go to this Shrek thing, please let us know. Yeah. I'm going to be sitting, we'll be sitting by the phone. Operators will be standing by. Right. Yeah. All right. I will not be sitting by a phone or standing by for the call. We're, we're going to We're sit. not even sure we have the password to the email account, so, you know. I got to remember what it is. It's, it's something. I need to find it one day. It's got to be sorry, Mrs. Reed, right? One, two, three, four. <laughs> yeah. Guys. I, I have a pretty complex nomenclature for my passwords. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? As far as you know, so do I. Yeah. <laughs> Yours is, I am mom's favorite. Yeah, that's it. Are you mom? Are you Mrs. Reed's favorite and child? All the security questions are rusty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jay didn't answer that question. My parents are great about being equal, about being fair. So, no. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs>
definitely not. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. All right. So my geek is going to kind of tie in a little bit what we're going to talk about the second half. We're going to talk about Ahsoka, which what? finished up this week. That's this week? No, just kidding. Yeah. Should have watched the finale, I guess, before. I uh, yeah. You, you, do you need 46 minutes to go watch the finale? Yeah. Well, yeah. Do you even remember when you saw the finale? I saw it. Yeah, I saw it uh, okay. night, uh, Wednesday night. I tried to watch Loki episode one last night. I fell oh, asleep. Oh, is it? But it's I didn't realize it had started. Yeah, I yeah. knew it was close. Yeah. So, um, anyway. So, Disney Plus is the home for all 11 live-action Star Wars movies. We all know that. Remember how Turner... All the Turner Networks, TNT, TBS, would just run Star Wars at nauseum. Yes. So that's back now. That deal expired back in September. There's a new deal that's going to give all 11 live-action Star Wars movies to Turner. Huh. And so all the way back to Phantom Menace through, you know, Star Wars Solo and Rogue One and whatnot. Um, But on top of that, you can also see... All the Star Wars movies, including the Clone Wars animated movie, on ABC and FX and Freeform. So those are the Disney linear networks. Okay. So it's Star Wars all the time. And you can still see it on Disney Plus. And right? you can still see it on okay. Disney Plus. So why would they do that? Doesn't that reduce it's called, subscribers? It's called money. Yeah, not everybody subscribed to Disney Plus, so this is a way to yeah, get those Turner has spent there. a lot of money because to, to I secure you. those. Okay. So all right. most of the other streaming platforms that were mentioned or, or platforms that were mentioned, uh, you know, would be ad supported. So, mm-hmm. okay. So it. the deal back in 2016 for Turner was a seven year run for a $250 million. Okay. I would imagine understood. It's a little bit more expensive now. So, but, uh, anyway, yeah. Um, just in case you wanted to flip through, I mean, you can watch can, it with ads. Yeah. You can watch it with ads. You can watch it with pre-built in breaks, Jay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey. In case my pause button What a great work. idea. Yeah, what a great idea. So, But anyway, there you go. Star Wars all the time. Remember Bill Murray? Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Give me those Star Wars. Yeah. You remember that, Jay? It sounds vaguely familiar. From Saturday Night Live. My kids know how to sing that song. They knew from little when they were little children. And oh. I would sing it. In fact, there's still one of the... Uh, folks that took care of my uh, boys in the summer who every time she sees them that's what she goes Star Wars nothing but Star Wars is that a little Mrs. bit of- Reed wouldn't let me watch Saturday Night Live when I was a youngster <laughs> I wasn't up that late <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that a little bit of child abuse to sing that to them constantly oh like no that? I love it I've got I've got a recording of them singing somewhere somewhere yeah well there you go so alright we're gonna take a break we're gonna talk what next Ahsoka Right? Ahsoka. The last Ahsoka? The last Ahsoka. The last, hopefully not the last Ahsoka. Ahsoka! (laughs) Up next. And we're back after we cleaned off Jay's mic uh, with his multiple syllables that he just kind of, you know, threw out. That was actually Jay doing some dialects. It was kind of a dialect. So let's talk Ahsoka, uh, the season finale, not the series finale. Originally, um, Disney Plus tweeted out, watch the series finale. That's what I, so they've changed that now? They changed it the same day. Yeah, it's a a season finale Mm -hmm. of Ahsoka. Uh, Just general overall thoughts. What'd you guys think? I thought it was eight episodes to get you to the middle of what should have been a movie. (laughs) Okay. I was not a fan. 
I mean, I, I didn't hate it. Yeah. But I just, I thought it was. It came awfully close with came that Came awfully close. Yeah. I, and to me, the reason I probably didn't hate it is it did seem to redeem itself in the second half of the of the run. Yeah. But it was, I thought it was really, and we've talked about this already, but I had not watched the required, done the required viewing, as Jerome, you told me to. Yes, Jerome it's my fault. Yeah. But uh, uh, I just, I, I felt like by the time, when it was finally over, I'm going, okay, it feels like this is where we should have been at episode four instead of episode eight. What about you, Jay? Same. Uh, did you watch By the, the way, required spoilers, video? spoilers. No, I yeah. did not watch the 29 episodes of various things to help me understand. I listened to two podcasts to get me semi caught up on who the heck Thrawn even was. Were they ours? So No, no, <laughs> gosh, no. We have his <laughs> oh. No, I, I was kind of like first two or three episodes, very slow, very Inter- slow, interesting, but slow. Wait, wait, not just those two or three episodes, Jay. Never mind. Never mind. Not you're not just slow during those two or three. The, the episodes themselves, they yeah, were, were they slow. Were molasses syrups, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it picked up maybe four, five, six, even seven. But I, I did not like the way it ended. Um, you know, season finale, series finale, or whatever. I just felt like some air was let out of it, and it just kind of. Yeah. So I I don't know. I I I would. I'm going to keep watching it. If there's another season, I'll watch it. And I'll you know I'm not going to. Um, let that keep me from enjoying something later, but uh, yeah, didn't didn't jump out at me as something great. Mm-hmm. So I think if you guys had watched and had the backstory, this was really one of those shows that you really needed to watch. Clone yeah, Wars that's and what Rebels it seems on. like. People that and you know the tie-ins and thought, oh, we're seeing this live action now. Yeah, so there was a lot of that. Um, I thought it was two episodes too long. I thought it should have mm-hmm. been six episodes. There was a lot that could have been taken out, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. And the closer we got to episode eight, the more mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. The more anticipated I, I was. I really thought they landed. They they nailed the landing because this leads into the Mandoverse movie. So. Mm-hmm. Um, See, I would have said it differently. I would now there may be because of the tie-in, this may not fly. But I would have said, take those eight episodes, squeeze all that into five or six, and then give us two or three more episodes. Didn't I say it was two episodes too long? Right, but you're saying you should have stopped at six. I'm saying we should have squeezed all that into five or six. Oh, I see what you're saying. And then still have an eight episode season, Mm -hmm. but don't end it where it ended. Let's go a little further and see because there were so many, so many unanswered questions that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe so, that's by design, but I didn't appreciate the design. Oh, I think it was definitely by design. So this was really this was really Rebels season six, I mm-hmm. think, at the end of the day, just ten years later. Um I, I loved what they did with Sabina and Ahsoka. I love the fact that they left them there on a Parita, Parada, Parita, Tomato, Tomato. Mm-hmm. Um and I loved I loved Thrawn. I thought um it's not Lars, it's Miles. Which one of the Lars, Lars, Lars Mickelson? Mickelson. I thought okay. Lars Mickelson did an amazing job as Thrawn. Um, you know, obviously this was ten years after the last time we saw him, so he aged mm-hmm. a little bit, and that was that was that was evident. Uh, I thought I thought all the castings were great. I thought the the guy who played Ezra Bridger was fabulous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, liked all that. Yeah, you know, to me, this is kind of what I thought the Rise of Skywalker should have been. Mm. This is where the um, this is where the three last movies, episodes seven, eight, and nine, 
this is what they should have been. Yeah. They should have picked up. And you, maybe had more crossover with Skywalkers and, and people like maybe Luke yeah. is referenced or, or makes an appearance in there. You know, uh, they they referred to, you know, uh, not Princess Leia, Leia. Now, what's her title now? She's Senator. Leia Organa. Well, she's Senator. She's got more of a. Yeah, she she was the chair of the uh, defense. Yeah, committee. so she's Senator Leia. Yeah, so yeah. she's got a she's got a more responsible role that, you know, they brought in uh, 3PO to kind of. And that was Anthony that Daniels. Actually. Yeah, I know. And it didn't sound like him as much. I, would th- I was thinking because it sounds almost like they had processed his voice to sound a little bit more machine like. So it, to me, it had a little bit because Becky and I were both going, "Is that him or not?" And it was actually him in the suit and doing yeah. the voice. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. that suit's got to be heavy for him now. Yeah, so. he looked a little <laughs> like he was having yeah. trouble standing upright <laughs> yeah, this time. Out, yeah, he looked right. how we felt. Yeah, so. that's right. He was, was a cattywampus droid yeah. of a certain age. A droid of a certain age. But I enjoyed that. That was a cameo I referred to. In yeah, a I really liked that. that too. I really thought uh-huh. was fun. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think about Anakin Skywalker? It was okay. I mean, I thought I I I liked seeing I. I like the fact that Hayden Christensen is getting uh, to kind of reprise this role and and really act a little more than he was able to do in the in the prequel trilogy. So I enjoy seeing him. I thought the uh, the scene with Ahsoka and Anakin that was in the what is it called the World Between Worlds World Between Worlds. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. I thought that worked out pretty well. And you know, there's uh, Jay's already said spoilers, but the the end shot of Anakin. You know, of course, kind of called back the end shot of the end of the original trilogy. Uh, we're seeing his Force Ghost watching mm-hmm. over, and things. Ahsoka could not see the Force Ghost, but Sabine could. Sabine yeah. felt it, felt right? it. Yeah, so, I noticed that. So the thing that Clone Wars did that I thought was so great, um, Clone Wars really redeemed the character of Anakin Skywalker. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't really like Anakin from the three prequel movies at all. Uh, yeah, the script was horrible, but Dave Filoni and company really fleshed out the Obi-Wan-Anakin uh, relationship. And to, to me, Hayden Christensen picked up where the animated mm-hmm. Anakin left off. Yeah. I thought he did a fabulous job. And I, like I said, I don't blame him for the way we perceive Anakin yeah. in the prequel movies. Yeah. But, but you wonder, why would Padme have anything to do with him? Yeah. You know, he just seemed creepy. Yeah. Uh, and in the what I have seen of Clone Wars, and I've seen, I guess, maybe a season or two of that. Yeah. He's much cooler, and you go, okay, this is this is yeah. somebody that you know does seem like he would have been Luke Skywalker's father. And there's something that happened. We know what it is, but there is something that happened that turned him to the dark side. Yeah, yeah so, so uh, in a couple of the prequel books about Thrawn, uh, Anakin and Thrawn meet, um, and then Anakin and then Thrawn and Darth Vader work together. Right. So he's one of Thrawn's one of the very few people who know that Anakin is Darth Vader. Hmm. And so in that last, I think it was the last episode or maybe it was episode seven where, um, there's seven where he says, so this is Anakin's, uh, Padawan. Padawan. Yeah. And he's like, Oh crap. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. he makes a connection that really nobody else yeah. in the room does. Yeah. yeah. So that, that was really nice to, to, to take a look mm-hmm. at and see that in real life. And it was good to have that Anakin Ahsoka sort of view and compare that mm-hmm. to the Ahsoka Sabine. Yeah. relationship to yeah. have that kind of parallel yeah i just thought i was and we talked about this after even the first episode aired that dave filoni had had directed and it just seemed to be so there were so many pauses and the, the pacing of it was so slow and you have an actress like rosario dawson who can do just all kinds of stuff and it's almost like they made her a vulcan you know it's like she was yeah. very much 
uh, non-emotional and just mm-hmm. would speak in these very, you know, soft tones and, and you very rarely saw any emotion from super her. chill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they kind of did that with, with all the characters to a degree. I thought they were, you know, uh, we saw more emotion from the villains, which was, which kind of neat, but Ray Stevenson was phenomenal. I thought he was really great. Yeah. I hate that. Uh, you know, that of course we, sorry that he's passed away, but you know, that also that I hope they will recast that character. I know there's some, discussion about who that should be yeah see that's one of the things i was disappointed in because you knew he was up to something he said he was up to something mm-hmm. big and, and you, you know bigger than all this and then you see him out there on the out on the hand of the big stone wizard or whatever that mm-hmm. was that's the father that's the, the mortis gods mm-hmm. okay so and that's another thing i didn't know yeah i didn't i had to read stuff. that afterwards yeah yeah and so there was a there was a arc in clone wars where ahsoka and um and Obi-Wan and Anakin end up transported mm-hmm. to kind of a world between worlds where the personifications of the gods, the Mortis gods, mm-hmm. the father, the son, and the daughter. And um, so the daughter is the personification of the light side of the yeah. force. The son is dark side okay, of the that force. sounds familiar. And then the father is, is the balance. Mm-hmm. And so the father wants to know if Anakin is the chosen one so he could be the balance of the force the daughter ends up sacrificing herself to save Ahsoka. So she would be the light side. And um, so if you, in that that last shot, um, you see the father, which is where Balin's on the hand of the father. Okay, okay. And to the right is the son. To the left is this chasm, which had been the daughter. So the speculation is this is the epicenter of the force. And this is where Jedi originally came from. You have the Dark Sisters who came from uh-huh. uh, from here as well. So, so that's why he's okay. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. And so, Ray Stevenson, uh, Balin Skull, wanted to find. He was tired of the constant battle between between Sith and Jedi. He was trying to find the balance of the Force, where it all started to try to kill the cycle of Sith versus Jedi, dark versus light, to try to have some stability. Um, so okay. that was that was one of the subtext there. Well, I hope they continue that story because it just seemed like, oh wow, this is great. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think that that's the whole the whole thing there. I mean, you know, it's is this going to launch to a second season of Ahsoka, or mm. is this going to go to a brand new season? Another whole show where everything. Because I've got to think at this point, the Mandalorians got to go find Ahsoka somewhere. Yeah. Right. I thought this was leading up to heir to the Empire, movie I, and that could be that could be the that could uh-huh. be the whole next mm-hmm. thing. So if, uh, I mean, to me, Thrawn is one of the best villains ever. Oh, I agree. Yeah, absolutely is. And I don't know that we saw enough of that yet. Uh, you certainly get more of his cunning and, and his planning strategy abilities uh, in the books. But you, you saw hints of that. And uh, I'd love to see more of that. He just didn't seem as evil as I, and dark as I was expecting. Yeah, he's and not, the thing he's, he's not kind evil. Of old he's and wrinkly. A, he's <laughs> yeah. not evil and dark. He's yeah. he's an antihero. He believes in the power of the empire. But if you go back to the original, um, uh, his original appearance in the extended universe, um, his whole thing was there is a there's a civilization from outside the galaxy coming and will destroy us mm-hmm. all, and the empire is the only thing that can. They can save yeah. us. And so that was kind of kind of his thing. So um, you know, he's not he's not evil. Yeah, he the empire for him is more of a marriage of convenience because it's the most powerful thing. So he's got to be part of that. And the the books kind of um there's the original trilogy, air 
Heir to, Heir the, to the Empire. Yeah. Timothy Zahn. And then there's uh, a more recent trilogy that he's done that kind of tells his backstory and how he came to be. Okay. And it's it's really interesting. Have you read that trilogy? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. really good. So, and Timothy Zahn wrote that trilogy yes, as well. Uh-huh. So There might be two now, I think. I can't remember. But uh, two trilogies he's done. So, you, you've got that whole thing there. I mean, you've got to bring in... At some point, you've got to bring Luke Skywalker in, mm-hmm. right? So Jason Sedula, that is uh, Hera and um, um, oh, what's his face's son? Oh, uh, Janan. I'm looking for the name because I just forgot. Yeah, Kanan. Yeah, it's Kanan's son. Kanan. What's Kanan's last name? He was the. Uh, uh, no, no, not able. Anyway, <laughs> that would be great. yeah, Kanan Jezras or something like that. that sounds close. Yeah. yeah, who knows? Mervin will correct me. Kanan was uh, a Jedi who survived Order sixty six. Mm-hmm. Ended up training Ezra. He and uh, Hera had a son, Jason Sedula. Okay, mm-hmm. see, I'm glad you said that because when Ezra pops in and Hera sees him, it, they kind of made eyes like there was a relationship between the two of them. That's his surrogate mother is mm-hmm. what it is. So, uh, uh, Kanan. Mother. Yeah. Kanan and Hera. They close to the same age. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. No, they're not. They're yeah. there because what happened. she's got the little boy. Yeah, talking she does. About. Okay. So, Ezra's parents were killed. Okay. And so, Kanan and, um, and Hera became uh, a couple during mm-hmm. uh, Rebels. And Ezra was like That's teenage the teenager. character of this voice by Freddie Prinze. That's Jr., correct. Right? Yeah. So yes. I have to tell you what Melissa said. She was actually watching this episode with me. And they come and they, they make eyes. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize, you know, because I don't know the history. I'm thinking, okay, there's a relationship here that I thought it was him and Sabine, but apparently it's him and Hera. And Melissa said, I don't know how he gets past the green. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, so it's more of a maternal, uh, okay. because they, they were kind of the family. So Jason is fort sensitive. And so there's also speculation. Will Luke take Jason on in his Academy? Then you've got the whole Kylo Ren, Ben Solo thing that goes nuts. So Luke the, in the timeline, since Leia is a Senator, she's around, we don't see her. So Luke is going to be around too. We just don't hear any mention yeah. of him in this. Luke's got his Academy. He's working uh-huh. on, right? Okay. So this is 10 years past return of the Jedi. Okay. So Luke is going to be 30, 32, something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, 33. That makes sense now. So, I mean, it's basically the same time period as the Mandalorian, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we've seen Luke in the Mandalorian. So that's, that's, right. that's who Luke is. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. The same time. So, well, so Mandalorian and, uh, Mandalorian takes place prior to this. Yeah. But they're, they're not that far off from each other, right? No. No. Yeah. Um, okay. So I need it. Cause you got, well, in the Mandalorian, they're talking about the, the destruction of, Mandor, and then yeah, you got Sabine the who survived that the, the purge. purge. So you're thinking that the next series, whether it's Ahsoka two or whatever, will kind of tie all these pieces together. To me, that's what yeah. it's leading to. I mean, because Filoni said there's going to be a Mandoverse movie. Yeah. So I would think let's do a Mandoverse trilogy. Yeah. A movie trilogy that is probably the episode seven, eight, nine that we. Sh- deserve yeah we should have gotten that we didn't so we may still see some characters from the skywalker saga show up but a a lot of it's going to be uh mando bo katan yeah grogu ahsoka sabine that that group yeah Yeah. which would be which would be cool to me i mean despite my reservations on this most recent series 
Uh, and again, like you said, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that I didn't do the homework. But um, but then you're building a world or, or universe, you know, with with new characters that that people know, and but you're not still trying to go back to the Skywalkers. Yeah, you're not going back to the well. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I'm kind of tired of the Skywalkers at mm-hmm. this point. Well, the thing is that story has been told. And unfortunately, the last trilogy was not told well. Uh, so that's what we have. But, you know, we've got the legacy. I mean, <laughs> the one thing the sequel trilogy did is it made the prequels trilogy seem a little bit better. And it's kind of like, oh, it's not as bad. Yeah. When's Jar Jar making an appearance, though? I don't know. Yeah. And hopefully never. Yeah. So. I am ha- happy that the actor, and I can't remember his name right now, does has oh, Ahmed um, Best. Best. Yeah, something like, like that. that. Yeah. He's, you know, has characters that appear that he plays now that in the, the new stuff. So I'm happy for him. In that. So there's also talk of um, a, well, there's, there's a couple of the series in the works, but there's also talk of a high Republic um, or old Republic rather. Is what I, uh, I don't know if they're going to call it. The high Republic is the Cheech and Chong movie that <laughs> <laughs> era. And so I would like to see a little bit more of the origins of the Jedi. Um, that would be kind of cool. Yeah. So, I think that's one of the things that I liked about Ahsoka was that it did kind of re brought the Jedi back. Yeah. Whereas we, we've been watching the Mandalorian and, you know, Ahsoka shows up and you see Luke, but, but there was a definite focus. With and then Andor, Skull you don't and, see the Jedi's, you know, yeah, yeah. There's not, you know about them, but you don't see them like you right. did. So that part of Ahsoka I enjoyed. So uh-huh. what do you think about the death troopers, the zombie troopers? That kind of threw me. I didn't know. Is that like uh, something that has come up before? That's a uh, extended universe okay. uh, thing that had happened. And yeah. You know what I thought? Oh, gosh. Now they brought zombies into yeah, Star Wars. I can no longer watch. <laughs> yeah. So so I was. Okay. So who were the ones, the, who were the stormtroopers that were Thrawn's uh, stormtroopers, the ones that had the gold? Like the faces. Well, that was just one. And Enoch. Uh, yeah, Enoch. And uh, we don't know what his story I is. I thought that was pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I saw some uh, speculation. So that, that never came to fruition. So that he was then played, the zombie troopers, were they just brought back to life by yeah, the by the Dark, dark, dark Sisters? So yeah. what was the difference then? Because he was saying release the, the night troopers, and then you have the zombies pop up, but then... If, few minutes later you got the two guys the stormtroopers in black that yeah. sent, didn't were very difficult to kill yeah those were the as well. night troopers. those were the night troopers yeah so what yeah. made them special i think they were super powerful and they could aim <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah well said well so said. we so, put scopes on these things <laughs> and, uh. so so the character of enoch was played by west chatham who played amos in the expanse which is another series you both should watch at some point so if, you're, if you've got famous Amos, yeah, the expanse is amazing, <laughs> absolutely amazing. I just can't recommend it enough. Yeah. So, but Lost um, is pretty good too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I lost my will to watch uh, Lost. We do? So the um, um, I want to know what was Thrawn loading. Oh yeah, Raiders of the Ark. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Raiders uh-huh. of Lost Ark style. Uh-huh. So what's he bringing back? to the known galaxy. There's a sister yeah. in each one of those yeah. <laughs> coffins. I don't think so. I mean, there's just three sisters. So the dark sisters of Perita or whatever in Dorthamir, Dar- Dorthamir, Dorthamir, yeah. are obviously related because uh, Morgan Elspeth, who came from Dorthamir, comes, hears the dark sisters from 
Perita or whatever, the pea place. Mm-hmm. Um, the pea place. Jay, you'd be quite <laughs> at home there. <laughs> so is, is Perita the planet that, that, that yeah. all this is happening yeah. on? Yeah. So uh-huh. Dathomir is what? Dathomir is, is the launching point. So the Purgle, the the whales that go uh-huh. through hyperspace. I love the whales. Go from Dathomir to, to uh, Perita. Okay. That's the okay. lane. That's the lane of travel. I'm going to have to watch this again. Okay. Yeah. I thought the whales were super cool. Yeah, we were very yeah. cool. So if you guys recall in Mandalorian season two or season three, Grogu sees the mm-hmm. whales yeah, yeah. in uh-huh. a lane. So, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, you told us that was important. Because <laughs> those are both from the Clone Wars or from Rebels 1? From Rebels. Rebels, yeah. yeah. And so the world between worlds was, was came in with Rebels as well. Yeah. So okay. what, I've, what I'm thinking is going to happen is um, – uh, Sabine and Ahsoka are going to find a portal to the world between worlds, which has been, you you could find that in other places um, in the known galaxy. And that's going to get them back to a planet in the known galaxy. Okay. Um, yeah. In time for the festivities. Well, she, she didn't seem to be too worried about it. I mean, she because went, oh. she saw the owl, I forget what the owl's name is, but the owl, after she was brought back to life by the daughter, the owl became kind of her symbol of, of, of well-being and peace and she saw the owl which kind of indicated to her this is where we should be so it was an owl it looked to me like what was a little there's the little uh bird from yeah or from uh no it's not, not that so. it, it, from a distance i was like is that, that the last safe? so again yeah, if, you've done, if you've done your homework so that's a symbol of that's kind of the her spirit animal that's a symbol of that's where she needs to be so it shows up from time to time so, okay. if you notice too, the what were the little turtle people called? I forgot. Lith, but it just seems to me that Star Wars, when you, I guess, with the Ewoks and whatever the little purgle birds that we were talking about, there's always a cute little squeaky yeah. <laughs> talking something that would lend itself well to Children? marketing. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it was cool. I wish they could have done more with it, maybe. But I thought that was an interesting little little draw in. What did you think about Ezra refusing the lightsaber at first? I thought that was pretty cool. And I love the fact that Hungang actually gave him an emitter from Kanan. Uh, yeah, we haven't talked about David Tennant playing. I tell you, forget Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> David Tennant has got the ultimate geek cred. Yeah. I yeah. mean, playing Doctor Who twice, you know, two different Doctor runs, and then, you know, he's a 8,000-year-old droid that's taught every... He's also in Harry Potter. Yeah. But yeah. that was before David Tennant was David Tennant. Yeah, it really was. Because you're going, you know, you're like, oh my gosh. Barty Crouch Jr. Yeah, you have no idea who he is when yeah. he's playing that movie. No. But uh, I, I did like his, uh, what was the name of the robot again? Uh, Yang. Hu Yang. Hu Yang. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a good character. So, I, I thought it was. I don't look. think he was in that suit, though. I'm just going to tell you. I don't think he was either. <laughs> it's a little too short for yeah. old David Tennant. Uh, and the neck would have to be quite constrained. <laughs> yeah. So I thought his dry sense of humor, you mm-hmm. know, mm, they found each other. I hope I live to see the end of it. You yeah, know, I yeah. mean, that was just, that was very, a lot of fun. So, but yeah. So where does it rank? Uh, for me behind Mandalorian season one and or, and then Ahsoka. It's very, very high, but it's because I, I know the characters. Know stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew the, uh, I knew the characters. I knew it, it was great to see a lot of this stuff in, in live action, yeah, and to see how the story has evolved, um, yeah. So I'm I'm excited. Thrawn was phenomenal. I loved. Yeah, Thrawn. 
I just, I, I had so much, I guess I had very high expectations and I didn't yeah, quite get do. there with them. If you had done the homework, you yeah. might have, you know, I think it would have been fine. Yeah, I don't know. That's I not going to help the work to watch all that. <laughs> no, it wouldn't help the pacing. That's why yeah. I said you put it into six episodes. Uh-huh. I think it would be a lot better. So, but, um, yeah, I mean, this is the last Star Wars we've got for, for a while. I did hear where the, uh, the Lando movie is back on the table. Well, good. Mm-hmm. Or maybe a series, whatever they're going to do, but, you know, with Donald Glover playing Lando again. And then you've got the Jude Law, um, was it Skeleton Crew? Mm-hmm. Um, that's in production or somehow production. So, you know, and uh, Wheel of Time has finished season two on Amazon Prime. I keep forgetting it's even there. Yeah, so. me too. And I saw that uh, Rings of Power has started production on season three, but season two hadn't even come yet, has it? No. No. Uh, There's probably a lot of post-production to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, they've got to put oh. in so much green screen replacement. Yeah. So... But almost that. an animated movie. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. And, you know, Loki's dropped. What so. about, and this is just a, now, just kind of an aside. Is anybody going to see the creator, the uh, uh, Garth Edwards? Is that who it is? I probably the guy that did Rogue the One. Theater. It's supposed probably, to be really good. It looks yeah. really good. But yeah, kind of the same way. I, mean, I don't it know was, if I've just got theater burnout or what. And it was shot on a Sony FX3, which is like a $3,500 camera. Really? The entire thing. Now they used, you know, $70,000 lenses on it. Okay. But they used Sony FX3s, which that's been the big thing because speculation was FX3 was just used as a crash camera. Uh, and that was shot on an Airy 65. Which I know this doesn't mean a whole lot to either one. But of that's you. what they is that, that what they used for Mission Impossible too. I mean, no, also, no, they okay, use they, uh, they use some Z cams for okay. that. But they actually shot the entire thing on the FX3, which wow. is pretty incredible. You could buy this camera for you know thirty five hundred. Thirty five hundred dollars is not an expensive yeah. camera. No, it's just everything else to go around it. Yeah, so the lenses I'm sure were. But yeah, it looks great. The glass. It's all about the glass. So. As if, uh, yeah, sure. Yep. <laughs> nod and smile. Just nod and smile. Nod and smile. So. That works so well on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. So, all right. That's going to do it. That's our, uh, that's our episode on Ahsoka. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time around.